With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, here we go. It's the Cobite Podcast. Oh. Yeah, I just I've got no fucking energy for this. But ah well, everybody, welcome back to the Cobite Podcast. Thanks for joining us. If you're new to the show, sorry this is your first time. If you're a regular, which you will be in the comments, welcome back. We love you dearly, and um, we're going to try and dissect what we've just witnessed. We're Liverpool. I've been defeated 4-1 at home by Manchester City. It's the third loss in a row since the 60s. And it is more and more depressing with every every passing minute. Um, I'm Jay Pearson. I've got Matthew Ramirez and I've got Mick Moran with me. Mick, I'm going to come to you first, mate. Uh, before we go through the game, just sum up how you're feeling right now, pal. Uh, very disappointing. Um, I mean, they, they missed that penalty. We got away with it. Then they get one, which was a good goal. And then we get we get back in the game, and then you're thinking, right? We've got we've shown enough in this game, like albeit in very small doses, that we can yeah. maybe get another. And then it's just, yeah, goalkeeping errors from the best keeper in the world doesn't matter what he's done. He's been the best goalkeeper in the world the past couple of years, and he he will continue to be the best goalkeeper in the world. But he's had a sh- he's had a shit show tonight, and that was just symbolic of our f- current form, unfortunately. Yeah, it is. Matt, um, why Mix brought it up with the Allison situation, obviously he's at fault for two goals. Some people can say he's at fault for the third one in terms of the way he was beaten towards his near post. And it was a great shot by Phil Foden, you know, no doubt about that. You know, fair play to him. And he's a fucking br- brilliant footballer, Phil Foden. But Allison, I, I've not seen Allison make a mistake since the Leicester away game of 18 19 season. Correct me if I'm wrong, because my memory's not that good, but that's as far back as I can remember where he fucked up on the turn, and he hasn't yeah. fucked up since. So it's the wrong time to do it, and I'm not making excuses, because for fuck's sake, they were fucking stupid fucking mistakes. Just Especially that second one, just boot the fucking ball away. You know what I mean? You've yeah. already made the first mistake. Boot the fucker away. <laughs> yeah, he's done a carrier, hasn't he? Um, <laughs> but uh, look, he's got enough credit in the bank to... 
Absolutely. To, to, to deserve or to, to be able to have a few mistakes and be forgiven. And he hopefully he's got the character to not let him ruin his career. Like, you know, Carrius hasn't really recovered from his mistakes. Hopefully, Ali won't do the same. Um, but yeah, with, even without his mistakes, we, we didn't warrant to win the game. So I'm not even annoyed, just sort of deflated. Yeah, I think deflating is the really, it's the perfect way to describe it because, Mick, going into the game, we. I don't think anyone was... Everybody would be pissed off the way the defeats happened, but I, I don't think there'll be a lot of people surprised given how we played, um, the format we're in, how miserable everybody feels. Um, but there was a small part of me that the way we played that, that, especially the first half where we grew into it and we had like 80% possession, I thought, do you know what? We, we could get the win here because we're playing quite well. Yeah, I mean, that's what I was saying. I was saying like, it's... It's just disappointing that we've we had a few chances in the first half. I think there was a header for Mane. You expect them to score from there. Um, a few other chances, but it's just yeah, it's just the way we're playing at the moment. It's I mean we keep saying the same shit over and over. Like we're, we're missing key players, and we are. But the team we've got out there, it's just it's just lacking the that that the final touch and obviously missing the, the main players that we have at, at centre half because we're not the same having Henderson and Fabinho. Like Klopp was always going to pick them tonight as a, as a back two. We've got Kabak on the sitting on the sidelines, but he's not going to throw him into a game of that magnitude this early. I mean, he might he might come well, in. I know he, he could he could have he could have uh, he could like could there's, there's both sides, isn't he? Like he could have, and then we would have had at least one midfielder back into midfield. Uh, I thought Jones was all right in the fir- in the, the time he was on the ball he, on, on the field. He was he was carrying it forward. I mean, he was playing it backwards a bit too much for me, which was a bit frustrating. But it's just it's it's a combination of of missing personnel and the increasing bad form. It's we're, we're not playing the same way. Like you can see, Robertson gets to a certain point, he stops and goes right. Fuck it, this is my limit. I can't go any more forward now than usually. You play to Sadio and then bomb on and do something else. But Trent, Trent was a highlight he, in the first half, especially. He was he was great, wasn't he? He was bombing forward. He was trying things. I thought overall he was quite good against Sterling as well. Albeit Sterling had him on toast a couple of times, but Trent done quite well in 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 stemming that flow from that side. But they've got so many good players, and when you're coming up against a team who were that good and who were that who were just in it, like me and Matt touched them on the pre on the um, team news pod. When someone's in just like a form where they're just on a, in, in in a on a roll, it's like you've got you've got to be really good to stop that. Even at home, with especially with no fans, it's going to be difficult to do that. So it's just a it's just, it is really frustrating. And I mean, that's what's that ten points clear now, and they've got a game in hand. So it's it's really hard to watch. And towards the end, I turned it off to be honest when it was like five minutes left because I thought there's fucking there's nothing here now. And I mean, it's. Yeah, like, and also, like I said on the pregame, we're going to have to just hope that Kabak or Davis come in, and we can kind of start to see a bit of the old Liverpool in there, and we can try and claw a few a few points back. But it's going to be a, it's going well. To be let's a let's difficult. come on to that then, Mick. No, you're right, mate. It is going to be difficult. But let's come, Matt. I'm going to throw it because obviously I wasn't on the team news show. Um, but when you look at it, right? If if Klopp had picked the team that he has done, and then we'd have won the game, it'd have been like, oh yeah, Jimmy's Klopp and all that sort of stuff. The one thing I want to talk about right now is we all we've known for weeks that the problem for Liverpool one of the biggest problems is the midfield. How getting Fab or getting Hendo back in uh, is the one thing that we need to do. Um, and the reason why we needed to do that was to sign a fucking centre half. So we signed two on on deadline day. 
neither of them play against Brighton and neither of them have featured today. Now, would it have been unfair to shove one of them in against City? Maybe it would have done. But when it was when Pep changed things at half-time and Klopp hadn't changed things, you don't think it might have been a good time to go, right, we're getting a bit overrun in midfield. Let's let's put Kabak on and let's shove Hendo in the middle or Fab in the middle. What, where do you stand on that? Well, when I saw Jones was coming off, I thought, surely he's going to bring Kabak on and shift Hendo into the middle. Uh because Hendo, you could see that he wanted to push forward. Even from centre-back, he was pushing forward and, and trying to get the lads up the pitch. Yeah. Um, and he's just on a leash. Um, it's, it's, it's annoying because he needs to be in the middle of the park. And, and I, for me, Kabak should have started. I know it's, it's, it's baptism by fire, but it, it's kind of a no-pressure situation because you're expected with a new centre-back... We, City was somewhat expected to win today, given our our, our shot people, uh, the makeshift back four. So you throw him in. It, yes, it's the cha- it's the, the champions elect at this point now, um, but it's sort of no pressure in, in some regards. There's a lot more pressure, I'd say, if you're playing against a team that you're supposed to win, then you mess up. Um, but look, he, he should start against Leicester, um, and I think it's more important to get. Hendo back into the middle and Fabi, I think Fabi can do a decent enough job at centre-back but I think Hendo definitely pushes us forward a lot more um, Yeah, I think I think one of them should have started I think Kabak should have started and I think he definitely will start against Leicester I was quite shocked that um, Davis wasn't even in the squad to be honest Yeah, I think that's, a, that's another good point when we looked at the lineup, wasn't it? It was just a bit like this why, why is he not there? It was, it was very strange but I just want to go into a couple of comments uh, at the minute, Mick uh, Gareth Chapman uh, on Twitter uh, said at the beginning that the substitutions were shit. Um, I agree with that a little bit. Um, I, again, we, we've said about the change. I think I was about to tweet, make the fucking change when we got the penalty. So I just, I just thought, well, I'll just delete it just in case. You know what I mean? Um, and I, I'll talk about the goal in a minute when I can be asked. But I do, I do believe that there were better substitutions going made. I do agree with the Thiago thing because he was on a yellow card and the game was hotting up a little bit and there was that risk of being sent off. So I get where that. Uh, was coming from uh, Chris Kelly on YouTube said Trent shows both sides of his game um, saying defending versus Sterling for the first Super Bowl to release more for the pen absolutely yeah Mick you said it Sterling did have the better of of Trent overall I think on the day but there were signs where Trent was was doing really really well against them and uh, but again, it's the it's because Trent can't get forward as much as he can because we've not got, not got the right stability at the back have we so that's Wait. a really frustrating thing go on Matt Chris has made some two good points. He said this one that you got highlighted about Trent and the second one that he's made about the cynical fouls. There was a point in the second half where uh, the ball was a through ball in and Sterling was running onto it and Trent was just running alongside him and it was clear that Sterling was just going to blast past him because he's clearly quicker. Trent can just trip him up. A little cynical foul, get a yellow card and stop the attack from happening. Nothing came from it, but something could have come from it. And I, I don't know why this cynicism or professionalism has just gone just take him out stop the attack get everyone back especially when you're going to make shift back line yeah um, it's yeah, just true something simple to do it was just it was just frustrating to watch yeah no it was mate indeed uh tom i was back on facebook mate uh, good evening pal if we can't get up for a game that could mean our fight to keep a sniff of the league wasn't good enough Hendo needs to be in the middle end of yeah it's it's absolutely true and matt you touched on it before 
I think for the Leicester game, he does make those changes where at least uh, Fab or Hendo is back in the midfield. Um, all right, let's just talk about the goal because we did fucking finally score at Anfield after God knows how long. Uh, I think Martin Tyler, during his history... I swear to fucking Christ, if Martin Tyler didn't get an A-star in history in school, there's no justice because every fucking game, all he does is give a history lesson. Of, of who, who scored on that blade of grass five years ago? Who fucking missed that penalty seven years ago? You know what I mean? It's fucking boring. Change it up. For fuck's sake, get Clive Tilsley on. We know Clive, we love Clive, get him on. Um, but yeah, I mean, going, it was a good ball by Trent and I think that was the thing that we should have been doing, Mick, shouldn't we? The runs for Salah and Manny were there, they were still making those runs and all it took was a ball over the top and we were in behind them, oh, albeit it was a fucking mistake. But we, we ended up getting a penalty and you just think at 1-1, you think, right, we're going to have it now, Let, let's, let's crack on, let's capitalise. Yeah, and it, it comes back to Van Dijk again. He was one of the best passes of a ball you probably ever see from from that position at centre back because he does those all, all the time, and we're missing that. Uh, even Gomez and Matip are capable of it, so it's it's just that. I mean, we've got two ball playing midfielders in there now, so it's a bit difficult, different. But yeah, it's 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 we're not playing our normal game. It seems like we're. No. Not- to do that we're a bit hesitant to do certain things we're getting to certain stages on the pitch where we stop and we think right what do we do now right i'll go backwards and then see what happens from there and it's just all a bit it's a bit all it's a bit fractured and you're just thinking where, where's our goal going to come from and obviously we i mean i thought the penalty might have been a bit soft like if it was the other end i might have been thinking oh i'm not sure a bit yeah, I, because, been... I mean, he, he, he holds him, but I don't know. And then Salah steps up and bags it. I was still shitting my pants as well for that one, by the way. When he, when he was stepping off that, I thought he was going to miss. <laughs> you, you, you never yeah. like his penalties, though, do you? Uh, you don't like yeah. his pens. Yeah, but it, it's 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 like you said, Jay, nail on, you hit the nail on the head. We needed the but the runs from Salah and Mane are always there. It's just we need to go, right, let's just keep doing it. Like They're always going to be making those runs. We just need to try and find them, but... It's yeah. I mean, Kabak's got this. Um, he's he's got this penchant for um, long balls like that. So I'm hoping he can come into the team. And word of the day. <laughs> what was that? Word of, word the, of day. the day. Word <laughs> of the day. Penchant. Yeah. Did you swallow a dictionary? Yeah, but he, but he's got he's he's apparently good at that. I've not. I'm, to be honest, I've not seen much of him, but apparently he's, he is good at doing stuff like that. So I'm hoping we can see that. And the quicker, like the, the lads in the comments have said, the fucking bang on. The quicker we get either Fabinho or Henderson back into the midfield, we'll we'll see an uplift for the performances. Like it's not rocket science. No, it's not. And I think when you when you look at the, the the way we've been playing for the last three or four years, Matt, it's we've been fucking brilliant, haven't we? You know, that 17-18 season, if you go from you know, the opening day of the season and against Watford when we we, we drew three three and you're like, for fuck's sake. <laughs> Your mic's gone, mate. Letting it laugh. Your mic's gone. Yeah, it came back and then went again. <laughs> Can't hear you, Jay. Um, okay, Matt. Um, let's, see, let's, see what, let's see what Tom was saying. Did anyone else think it should have been a red card, no. though? Stones have caught Salah. Did you think it was a? Did you think it was a red card, Matt? Nah. Um, I think this is a new double jeopardy rule, isn't there? I mean, a pen is a yellow card unless um, unless it's an open goal. Uh, so the keeper's got a chance of saving it. So uh, I think a few years ago it would have been a red, but now it's it's a yellow. Um, still, I'm I think it's soft anyway. Am I back? 
Yeah, you're back. You're back. Fucking great stuff. All we were saying was is that we've been playing full pelt for four fucking years. As much as I'm fucking gutted, and it does look like I'll be going. Second <laughs> fucking ribbons off that trophy. This, this, I, th- I think this was always going to happen. I didn't expect it to cap to fucking collapse the way it has done. But at the end of the day, if we can secure top four and maybe do a good fucking Champions League run, you know, we, we can't really be. I don't know. I can't say it's. Uh, I'm trying to find the positive boys. Fucking help me. I can't. It's do burnout. It. It's it's burnout, especially considering the fact that he can't even make changes because the players he wants to rotate are injured. Um, it's to yeah. be expected. I didn't think it happened like this. Yeah. Um, but I mean, I think it's time to start looking at the season as this season is a bit of a reset. Um, uh, see what we can do. It, it, it's clear that look, there's no title race. There's no title charge for us. And and if City win their game in hand, it's it's pretty much champions elect because it's it's 13 from us. It's eight from United. And if anyone's going to slip up out of them two, it's United City. Look like a machine at the moment. Let's be honest. Yeah. Um, it's. I think it's just time to switch focus on are we in a title race and just get back to winning ways, get back to picking up points. And as depressing as it sounds to just get top four, that's kind of imperative at the moment because everyone wins their game in hand. It gets a lot closer than it is at the moment. Um, yeah. And yeah, just reset, get a proper preseason in and then go again. Um, yeah. I, I don't think that um, we need a system change. Because, no, I, I mean, the system's worked perfectly for the last four years. And, I mean, you know how hard it is to implement a system. He's not going to do it halfway through a season with limited players. Um, but if they just reset, get top four, um, and go again next year. Yeah. Mickey, uh, Matt's made a really good point there. Mickey, how are you feeling about that? Because... Like I said, you know, it's been, it's been a fantastic couple of years for us. And, you know, and I'm sure a lot of people will say the whole, well, if you'd said 30 years ago, we're not going to win the league for 30 years, but then we'll win it once in about two or three, but challenge every year. You'd have said that, you'd have bit your hand off. It's that old cliche of, of saying it, isn't it? And, you know, it's nice that we've got those memories to look back on and we can, it, it's a it's a weird couple of years for everybody in terms of what's been happening with the league and how cramped the fixtures are. And it, it's it, it, no fans in the stadium. It, it definitely... There's been a lot of, you know, mitigated circumstances, but, you know, the injuries has ki- have killed us, with, you know, uh, more than we thought they would. But are you, obviously, in 10 days' time, we're going to be playing Leipzig, you know, maybe a fresh competition or a competition that we know and love. Would that, re- you know, reignite the, the passion or the, the players a little bit? I think it will. I mean, I don't know how long Diego Yota's going to take to come back, but I think him coming back can have a huge impact on... On that, and I mean, he's he's already scored a, a load in the, the short time he's been here, and especially in the Champions League when he got that hat-trick against Atalanta, but I think that competition and him coming back, so what are we, seven today, Leipzig on the sixth, I don't know if he, he'll be back for that game, but he might be back for the, the second leg, might he, at Anfield on the 10th of March, I imagine he'll be back for that one. Um, yeah, I think a fresh competition and just uh, n- not thinking about the league and where you're going to be after the game and whatever else stuff like that. We might it might be a bit a bit a bit fresher for us. And yeah, we've just got to like Matt said, it's going to be 13 points and it's like City are a, a machine. We need to just focus on Champions League now, getting players back into position. I mean, like also like Matt said, we can't switch switch. Um, formation or system now we just haven't got the players to fulfill the formation the system the way Klopp wants it 
ultimately that that is the thing we haven't got. He's got a very structured system. He gets players and he only wants the, the best of the best in each position. The fact is that if you lose them players, there's always going to be a, a drop-off. The fact that we're only five points behind United and, and 10, pro- probably 13 behind City, is I'm a, I'm a bit amazed by it, to be honest, that we, ha- we haven't had Van Dijk since October and, and Gomez were pretty much the same. The fact that we haven't, we're still up and around there is, yeah, it's not, it's not, I wouldn't say it's a miracle, but it's just, it's put such a strain on the team and like we've we keep saying the domino effect in terms of what how a Liverpool team is, and like you listen to Guy Neville and commentary, and he's like, it's not quite the live, same Liverpool. We're not they're not pressing in the same way in the first twenty minutes here that I expected. It's like what 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 do you expect? It's the fuck. It's a fucking. It's not the same team. If it, you have Van Dijk and Gomez and everyone else in there, then that would happen. But the fact of the matter is, we're not going to take unnecessary risks, and I think that's why you see from the likes of Curtis Jones who. Good on the ball, but he doesn't. He's not playing his natural game. Robertson the same on 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 left back. He comes off towards the end. It's not the it's not the same Liverpool because everyone's a little bit scared to do the things that come naturally naturally to them because they don't want to lose the ball. And they don't want to concede the goal. So I'm hoping, yeah, like you said, Jay, Champions League might be a little nice little respite for us and to have a have a bit of fresh momentum in a, in a different competition might be nice for us. Yeah, definitely, mate. I, I I think with Diogo Jota coming back at some point, you know, he he, he was always due back in February, wasn't he, Matt? So the, the likelihood of him coming back to give the front three another push, and again, it's another option from the bench if he if he does uh, come from the bench and stuff like that. And if we can start getting these players back and having that depth in the squad that we did have at the beginning of the season, where you looked at our bench and you're like, that's exactly what we wanted. Now I'm not going to fucking put fuel on the fire where Van Dijk and has been included in the Premier League squad for the rest of the year. I'm not adding fields to the fact that he's been put in the Champions League squad for the rest of the year, but... No, I'm not even going to fucking go there because he ain't going to fucking play, so shut up, Jay. But what I w- would love to see is a Kabak and Davies partnership going forward so Fab, uh, Hendo and Thiago can be that midfield three. Yeah, I agree completely. I'm getting to the point now that I don't care that he's come from Preston, he's a centre-back. I don't care if Kabak's never played in the Premier League, he's a centre-back. Just get him in regardless of how good or how shit they are or going to be and get Fab and Hendo back in the midfield and then just start working like a machine like we have been for the last three years from midfield to up front because to play with a, a patched up defence, just have proper centre-backs there and mm. get your midfield working at 100, get your strike force working at 100 and just deal with it because right now we're just dealing with it with the rest of the team affected but if the rest of the team can get on song then you imagine that fab and hendo in the midfield are gonna piss off john that uh fab and hendo in the midfield he's not a liverpool fan that's fucking sweet but john thanks for joining us mate we appreciate it but it looks like you've been having a blowjob from zippy from fucking rainbow <laughs> so fuck off <laughs> carry on but yeah, Hendo and, and, and Fab would give the defence more protection anyway. So just just get the two centre-backs in. Or even even Fab, keep Fab, get get the centre-backs in and get Hendo back in the midfield because it's, it's needed. Um, yeah. Mick, would you start Davies and Kabak against Leicester and just go, fuck it? I would, but... It was he's just, not yeah. He's not. He's not going to. He's not going to. That's that's the thing. I know he's going to play at least. I expected today. I was. I was willing him to go right. Go. Go. Go for Bignano and go Kabak. Put Henderson back in midfield, 
have Genie and Thiago as well and really get at these because he supports Liverpool. Don't worry, fellas, he supports Liverpool. Yeah, but um, yeah, I, yeah, I don't know. Like the fact that Davies went over on the bench today, like I imagine we need to get both of them up to speed. I mean, we, we we know Klopp likes to bring players in and then give them like a few months to to bed into the system, but we're not in a not in a normal season. Here. We're playing every fucking three games, so we need to get get sorted sharpish. Otherwise, we're gonna. Yeah, we 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 need to get sharp quick, especially that Leipzig game. I mean, we're away in fucking Budapest, the random as fuck. John, you're clearly not an a Liverpool fan. I'm sorry, mate. If you're yeah. saying that Allison is kept up a two point oh, <laughs> not a Liverpool fan. He absolutely isn't. He definitely isn't. Uh, yeah. Oh, mate, we blo- don't block him. Fucking, I was having fun then. <laughs> I'm, giving him, I'm giving him five minutes to calm down. He's obviously not very calm. Oh, Jeffrey! Fucking give it me again! Fucking oh, Kepper! Oh, I love you. Give <laughs> <laughs> bungle up my ass, fucking knobhead. Um, I do you know what John next time. I have the fucking rainbow uh, theme tune on this fucking podcast. Yeah. Um, I just want to pick up something that Tomo said earlier, um, but Tom Tom's a bit right. There. I don't think Davis is a start. Even Fab has done well in Cabot. Yeah, I, I, I agree with that. I think maybe yeah. Davis is the one. You know the extra body that we, that that we need and stuff like that. But I, you know, to be fair to Tom, I, I just right now I just think fuck it, just put both centre halves in against Leicester. What what it can't get any fucking worse, can it? Really? But again, we need to have our heads on and go like we still need this fucking top four. Um, but Tom also said earlier about maybe because Klopp's such a fantastic manager, unless you John Rainbow you want and you want Klopp out. Um, he could change the formation now. And Tomo said something earlier about having an out-and-out striker with Firmino just with Firmino just behind. And obviously, he's put Haaland, what I would love to see. And of course, we would. And there's been talk about Haaland and Mbappe and all that sort of stuff. But you, you do get the feeling sometimes that in situations like this game today, having an out-and-out striker would be... Like, imagine a Torres or a Suarez in, in that side today. It would be it would just unlock it, wouldn't it? It'd be fucking brilliant. Yeah. Fucking how James Davis is going at it. Uh, yeah, these are Bernard accounts. These these are Bernard fucking oh, United accounts. WhatsApp group like James, I've been blocked. Right, you go on. You you go in now. Right, James, relegation battling coming. Okay, mate. Yeah, no problem. No. We appreciate uh, the views. Yeah, we do. Yeah, hit that like and subscribe button, my man. Why are you here, James? Fucking hell, you got the best name in the world. Fucking like and subscribe, son. <laughs> uh, I'd like a, uh, I'd like an out and out number nine, but then again, I, like I said before, I don't really think the system needs changing. It doesn't, Maybe, it doesn't it really doesn't. You're right. You can't, uh, and you can't exactly sign Harland to have him as an impact player off the bench. If you sign him, you're going to change the system. Um, it, it's, it's a tricky one. I mean, if someone says if, if Harland wants to come to Liverpool, then yeah, fuck it, change the system um, because Harland is is it, it's Erling Harland or it's Kylian Mbappe. If you can get them in, fair enough. But just to go and get. Season not finished yet, Lewis. It's fucking February. Let's see what happens in May. <laughs> the same thing again. Happy days, but we don't know. But hang on, but didn't Everton finish above us anyway? Because didn't the league finish in fucking October? I thought Everton had already won the league. Not bad. Oh, he's put he's put Diver Pool. I thought he was saying Diverpool, but he's putting Diver Pool. This is James who's saying because John said it the other day. So Diver Pool. Oh, okay, James. Oh, that's, that's genius. Can we have these on every week? Because this is fucking making my day, day better. 
Well, you shot really well. Well, in James. Go ahead, Tomo. Get stuck in, lad. Tomo, lad, how many trophies, Lewis? Lewis blue. It's been blue since 1995. Carry on, Matthew. 95. Harlan would be nice, but. Fair play for the banter, though, pal. Honestly, we appreciate it. It is uh, keep the banter flowing, mate. There's no hate, there's no abuse or anything like that, mate. Honestly, just just crack on, mate. Carry on, Matthew. Yeah, Harlan would be nice. That's that's, that's the crux of it. But actually, touching on Kabak thing, I would have I wouldn't be surprised if we don't see him against Leicester, um, and he gets introduced against Leipzig because Bundesliga team came from the Bundesliga. I, I wouldn't be surprised if Klopp gives him another game, another week to to get in. But uh, something something needs to change and. Uh, Nothing can change until we get the bodies back. Let's be yeah. honest. He can't. What's he going to do? Throw, put a new back five in? <laughs> nothing. Nothing can change. True. True. Mick, uh, before we finish, mate, just you know, sort of final word from yourself. I, it's 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 bad, but because it, of what we've been used to, you know, we've been used to the success. We've been used to the league title going down to the wire, or you know, blitzing it away. It's it's not that bad, isn't it? I'm sure everyone will feel different within within a day or two and all that sort of stuff. I think it's one of them. <laughs> Sorry, just fucking. <laughs> this is I'm I'm loving this because it's just pure <laughs> shit that they don't believe anyway. Louis probably supports Norwich or something. <laughs> He's trying to get a bite out of us. It's just funny. Brilliant, I love it. Chris, come on the podcast every week, mate. Please just jump in them comments every week. It's fucking brilliant. Like send him the link so he joins the stream. Yeah, we'll send him the link privately. Absolutely. <laughs> um, but yeah, Mick, like I said, mate, it, it's it, it's it's been on the downslide in terms of like the injuries and all that sort of stuff, hasn't it? And it since you know the middle of December, and we just thought, like you said before, mate, we've been. We've done really well to cope, haven't we? The amount of injuries that we've had and stuff like that. But there are, there have been times where there's, we should have done better in games than we haven't. We deserve to lose the games we lost. We've not deserved anything from the games that we've drawn. We've got nobody to blame but ourselves. I'm not putting the Van Dyke thing, you know, on blast and say that's the reason why we haven't been here because there's been loads of reasons. But it just shows that when you don't have a player like that and you've got to fill in the blanks, it's difficult because you lose some in the middle then. But the longer this goes on in terms of the weeks, we'll have these players going back and who knows what could happen. You know, we could get a really good run in the Champions League and it could remain positive come the end of the season. And we'll just have to go again, won't we, next year? Yeah, yeah, 100%. Like, once we've, next year, like, if Van Dijk and Gomez and whoever else are back, then we'll be, it won't be the same Liverpool, but it'll at least be a, a, as close a version as, it, as, as we've seen before. I mean, once we see... Like Naby Keita's been off the fire line, and I mean, like they're trying to get him fit to a point where he's. To be fair, James got uh, a plot. Didn't half have his teeth changed, didn't he? When uh, from his first yeah. press, where they he were, is. Yeah, they were horrendous, but uh, <laughs> yeah, once <laughs> once once we get once we get like obviously Keita back, I don't know. The thing is with Cater, if if he gets to a point where he's back again, and he breaks down again, then I don't know where he goes because he's kind of he's kind of getting set up on a pedestal pedestal at the moment because they're not bringing him back because they want to build him up, and if he comes back and then gets injured again, then where do we go? Because yeah. you've done everything you can to get him to there, and then if he fucking fails, then you're fucked. 
So it's the same with that. And then obviously Yotta coming back as well. That'll be a huge thing because he's, I mean, I think Chris put in the, in, in the comments, like he can be our Torres yeah. and be the running behind option. That's, yeah, couldn't I couldn't have said that any better. Like he can he can be that, and he puts pressure on the front three as well to make them work that little bit harder. But yeah, we're just gonna have to wait and see. We'll have to wait for players to come back, see what happens. We've got two new centre halves. We haven't fucking played yet. We don't even know how they're gonna do. We don't know. Like Phillips has done well in the in the short space he's been in. Even if we played like a Kabak and Phillips, I don't I don't know a and Phillips or Kabak and Davis or fucking whatever. As long as we can get midfielders back into actually midfield, then that's where the difference can happen. So he's he's waited round for the five minute ban just to put that in. Fucking hell! Fair play to John. John Rainbow, love you, pal. You you crack on. You you keep you keep coming back. I didn't realise we'd beat. Uh, we got beat by Everton tonight. So you know, fucking superb, absolutely superb. Oh, yeah. well, great work well, for them. Well done, Everton, for beating us tonight. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, that was it. We appreciate everybody that's been in the comments uh, tonight. Uh, Tom Baker, again, we're, thanks for coming in, pal. We really appreciate it. Chris Kelly as well. Ian Thompson, uh, Lewis Green. Uh, thank you very much. Obviously, John Rainbow. Big shout out to him as well. Um, we want to say thank you to Tom Owen Gav as well for our regulars as well. We really, really appreciate it. And we appreciate uh, the Everton and United fans that have joined us tonight in basking in, in the defeat of Liverpool and maybe the, the fact that the league title's gone, it's fine. But do you know what? Um, old Biggie is, he's going to be calling our name in about 10 days' time and we'll see what happens there. You never know. Um, my thanks to Mick. Thank you to Matthew. We'll be back for Leicester game because we're all trying to keep happy and keep positive. At the end of the day, let's just uh, look back on those those DVDs we bought. Yeah. <laughs> let's look back at them. It's all good fun. Uh, yeah, see you for Leicester game. Fuck it. Stay off Twitter. Don't look at the league table. Laters. Sports Social Podcast Network.